whenever you're ready. Oh <laughs> my God. Jessica. I've never been called a fox. <laughs> Dana. That's a classy name for a Harry. I like it classic. Okay. Do you? <laughs> Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. Sure. Out with the bad and in with the good, motherfuckers. That's right. Jessica. Dana. Hi, how are you? Oh, great now. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. I am Dana Powell. I'm Jessica Young. And, and we are here to, to rant and rave. rave. With my new microphone, I got a new mic, it's on a hook thing, what do you call it, an arm? <laughs> an arm extender, I still I haven't have... set mine up. I don't have to touch it, it just <laughs> hovers in my lap. I'm not knocking stuff over and it sounds good. I'm real happy about it! I love it. You actually sound great. Like it's Thank you. Lo- it's so clear. It's fantastic. Well, I just have to say, I mean, he's in Hawaii right now and probably couldn't be further from listening to us, but our tech guru, Jay. Mm-hmm. Thank you, me, Jay. Thank you, Jay. He told me exactly what to get. Soups cheap. Soups quick. Soups so good. Awesome. So awesome. <laughs> I'm glad it was cheap because you know what wasn't cheap? When we came back from being out of town, Alan went to turn on his Mac. And it wouldn't turn on. Oh, God, no. <laughs> so he got to buy an entirely brand new computer. Oh, no. The thing is, there's a part of you that's, like, excited about it. But then there's a part of you that's like, oh, my stuff is on there. What a pain yes. in the rear. And also, you've spent forever. Like, people hate my hot corners. I love it. That's what I'm used to. That's what I want. That's what I need. And if I'm yes. on your computer and I go swoosh and my windows don't come up the way I want, I'm like, yeah. Totally. <laughs> so yes. All that stuff is gone when you get a new phone or computer. You have to finish mm-hmm. setting all that first. Well, let me problems. tell you, <laughs> it is first world problems. You would be super jealous because I'm jealous. It's the new, I don't know what any of this is called, but like an iMac where it's all in one. I'm, I'm sorry, Dana. It's 11 millimeters thick. That's it. It's on a stand. It is so slim low profile it's well you know our lightning tech, fast our tech guru jay also said that you and i both have obsolete cameras in our computers <laughs> we do. i also thought of him because as you guys will see the shaking and the yeah. pixelation yeah my janky way cheaper than my mac work laptop yeah. now when i do zoom on work perfectly perfectly blurs out my background and that's on a cheap ass pc but it's clearly newer than my mac right but see you have the same frustration as me my computer is still fast and it still works great it's not like any of my programs or things you know what i need is i Hmm. need somebody to sit down with me and help me clean out my computer because i don't know what to throw away and what not to like, I'm sorry, yep. I'm still in the world of, do I have to keep these DMG packages when I download something? I don't know. 100%. Maybe and a like, listener will write in and tell me, or Jay will call and be like, yes. Dana. <laughs> how to clear the cache. I don't know how to do that. I know the how to do reason, that, but I do it rarely. Ooh. I don't know how to do it. I just know that my phone, which currently, and this is after a major dump, 12, dump of pictures and files. No, I have 25,000 pictures sure just in I'm my exactly camera file. 
Yeah, I'm sure I'm the same. And I get an alert and my phone starts overheating. It's an alert from Verizon. It's like, you need to clear the cache. Internal storage is dangerously oh. low. And then I have to go app by app, storage by storage, clear cache by clear cache. I haven't dumped cookies on my computer maybe ever. And I just keep trying to bypass it now. It would be so much faster if you do. I know. Now every website's like, we use cookies. Well, I don't want your cookies. Well, okay? you can say don't allow and then that you won't read their article. <laughs> Do they taste like tagalongs? Then you can <laughs> fill up my computer. <laughs> oh, Jessica, did you see I'm drinking out of one of my fun coffee cups? I know it's invisible to everybody, but. Oh, there's a flying Abraham I'm Lincoln Ronald dying. McDonald. Okay, I love that. I love it. There we go. I mean, is Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson, Abraham Lincoln. So my friend Barrick is an artist and he went live on TikTok one night. He had drawn a picture of a a tidy whitey Abraham Lincoln and let people tell him how to dress Abraham Lincoln. (laughs) So like the green sexy Eminem, he apologized for that. I'm crying. (laughs) It's my favorite. I don't know. Michael Jackson. (laughs) I mean, I don't know why it makes me laugh so Oh, hard. my God. The green M&M. <laughs> Unreal. So I'm drinking my morning coffee out of it. I thought that might be a fun mm-hmm. thing now since I know we're still. People have been yes. messaging me. You keep saying you're going to put up videos, Dana. Where are they? Am I crazy? <laughs> nope, you're not. I am. Um, but Jessica and I made a deal. Mm-hmm. It is not her turn to edit this week. It's However. Okay. She's going to edit so that I will feel guilty enough to sit down <laughs> and work on the videos. <laughs> Even Jay messaged me from Hawaii going, where are them videos? <laughs> I love him. He's working. Nick- and he's like, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. It always takes a friend to give you that boost of confidence. I mean, I'm sure he's, he's the like, only reason we're this far. <laughs> okay. And you know, he's like, girl, I love you, but, but I took the time on. to sit down. That's right. Don't make my time wasted. Well, let's I just put the cat out of the bag. I need to learn how to do it, too. We're trying to uh, disperse and share and all that jazz. Yeah. Now, do you want to tell people how to get a hold of us? Because um, we want you to get a hold of us and tell us everything you want to. Yes. And then we also want you to subscribe and review mm-hmm. and share. And the only reason we ask for that is because that's how new listeners find us. Correct. It like messes with the algorithms and blah, 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 blah. We all know those nasty algorithms. And but we just want to get goodness out there. That's right. They've changed the algorithms yet again. Oh, our, our friend, a very talented graphic artist and uh, one of the... Biggest editors and contributors to BuzzFeed, Mr. Kevin McShane. Oh, yeah. I love that he he has always done all the right things with social media, and he's been at the forefront of doing everything. Uh-huh. He started a newsletter for his comics that he draws. He's an incredible uh, animator and artist. And the other day, I was crying because he put up a, vid- uh, a video, and it had, like, a recent comic that he posted that I think was getting zero views and he has a lot of followers and used to get a lot of views. And it's just him going like this underneath the comic. And he's like trying to mess the algorithm. And I think he did it so that it's like a video to help kind of trigger things because that's the point we're at people. Wow. Well, that's just like, (sighs) 
I posted a picture of myself when I was on my way to that burlesque show the other night. Yes. And it was in my stories. And for some reason, several people hearted it, I guess, because they were like, oh, my God, Dana looks nice. And that's rare these days. Oh, my God. Shut up. (laughs) Um, But I noticed because of that, I ended up with like 500 views on my story where I don't sit that high. You know what I mean? Like, I was like. And then, of course, my brain starts going, well, you're so ugly all the time. People were like, oh, my God, we got to see Dana. You know how your brain does. Um, well, we share a brain a lot of the time. <laughs> and to make you feel 100% better, that's yeah. exactly what happened when I put up a picture of my recent lose of the cinnamon broom when I got my hair cut and colored. And suddenly people just came out of the woodworks. Well, but that's the thing. When you get a lot of hearts or a lot of comments, then it releases the photo to more people. So it does make you feel that way. It's not necessarily what your brain's telling you. But also, how much of a creep do you feel like to have to ask friends? Unless, like, I would ask you. There's a very small handful of people. I'd be like, can you please go online right now and like the thing I just posted so it gets seen? But what what am I supposed to do? Text? and, And I mean this for everyone text and ask people on a regular basis can you go on and like my post that seems pathetic that seems groveling (laughs) but i'll even ask alan sometimes i'm like honey and he goes why are you asking me i'm so rarely on social media i am not gonna help boost your algorithm but i'll do it i'm like can you just go on i just posted it please like it so maybe one person will see it because I don't see a lot of stuff that I like, too. Somebody will be like, oh, did well, you see what blah, blah, blah posted? I'm like, no. are you following the Instagram feed or are you following your following? I don't know. You don't know about this? Wait. I so don't... when you open up Instagram, mm-hmm. I don't, maybe this is boring for our listeners. No, I don't think so. So when you open up Instagram, let yes. me get over there. At the top, mm-hmm. like go to your home. Yep. Okay. See where it says Instagram? At the top? Yes. So click on that little arrow pointing down. Oh. Uh-huh. Following and favorites. It, it, it has a check mark by following. Okay. Then that should be just people you follow. Uh, And then all the other billion things I get bombarded with as far as ads and sponsored content of things I don't follow. I don't know what favorites means. I don't either. That's new. I'm not going to No, they're touch always it. adding so many different things. I don't I I don't understand it. I don't either. Whatever. It doesn't matter. We just sound old, right? <laughs> <laughs> Did you tell people how to get a hold of us? Nope. Oh my god, I'm that was 20 great. minutes ago. I can't it shut up. Was, it was guess what? You guys, I have covid. I didn't tell anyone online, but I'm telling our listeners. That's the gift you get if you are listening. This is how you can get a hold of us and don't worry, I'm are fine. Are you just literally going to just leave it at that? <laughs> I have covid. <laughs> I do want to say though, guys, we have been telling you and telling you this Break is not infection. over. This Break is not through. over. I'm triple vaxxed, y'all. I got it. And my husband that I was kissing on the mouth literally the morning I was tested when I was told, oh, (laughs) (laughs) it just sounds like rhinitis. And because you came from a really humid place in Florida back to the dry air of Southern California, 
Well, newsflash, I demanded a PCR test because the rapid tests are grossly inaccurate. That's not me deciding that they are. Do your research. Talk to some healthcare professionals. All my friends that work in the industry concurred. They're not accurate. And if you're asymptomatic and you have COVID, it's not going to show up on a rapid test. So there's that. My point of telling you this, and I will shut up and get to telling you how to reach us so we can get on with this show. (laughs) No one else has it. We were with my family in very close contact for the first time in three years because of COVID. That's why we didn't see them. Thought it was safe to see them now. None of them have it. I was petrified that my dad and stepmother got it. I was petrified that my brother and his family may have gotten it and then passed it on to other grandparents and elder relatives. None of the people I saw when I landed, my friend texted me and said, we're getting some drinks, come meet us. Josh DeBose was there? uh, Sunday, I Wait, for real? Josh was there? Yes. Not in (laughs) Florida, but he was in LA and we Oh, I thought you meant in Florida. I was like, what was Josh doing in Florida? Drove from LAX immediately to a beer garden and met up with some friends where we were all sitting this close to each other. Oh, no. None of them have it. So we don't know how or where I got it. It's really kind of irrelevant. I'm a breakthrough infection. I am somebody who has a horrific ENT history. I've had my adenoids, tonsils, lymph nodes, you name it, out. I've had two sinus surgeries. I've evaded COVID for two and a half years and I got fucking COVID and I'm real angry about it, y'all. But this is the first day... I can take air in through my nose again, you know, as best I can with my allergies. And please, please be vigilant. Yes, we have to live with this now, but it's not a joke. If you get it, you may be lucky and not have a darn thing, or you may be like me. And I don't remember if I sent you a picture or not, Dana. One night I woke up really discombobulated and I'm like, why do I feel like I'm wet? And I meant like submerged in water. I went in the bathroom. And it looked like I had walked into the shower with my clothes on. Oh, my God. Soaking wet. Not like, oh, sweaty and like a little bit of patches. Like could wring my shirt out. And I had to change my sheets and clothes at 4 o'clock in the morning. Wow. It could be worse. But that's my COVID rant. I'm triple vaxxed and I am a breakthrough infection. My friend that's a nurse practitioner, our friend and listener, Ashley, also did say the amazing part is this is signs that the vaccine works, that A, I'm not hospitalized. I am an asthmatic. My oxygen, thank God, has stayed at 97 and 98. My husband right. bought me a pulse oximeter that I check like every two hours. And she said, because all of your friends and family are vaccinated, it's not now passing between all of you. It's protecting them, even though you have a breakthrough infection. Wow. So get boosted, y'all, because I reached out to a coworker who I was in an office the size of a shoebox with unmasked because we're both vaxxed. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, "Uh, you need to get that booster. They have not yet been boosted. Yes. So get your booster. Now, I'll shut up (laughs) for now. I'll tell you how to reach us. Facebook and Instagram at the Rants and Raves podcast. You can find us on Twitter at raves underscore the. You can send us a direct email like several people did this week at 
the rants and raves podcast at gmail.com or go to the contact button on our website www.therantsandravespodcast.com reach out and touch someone oh yeah see that's how you know when you have a good friend and they just go with you remember at christmas when you walked out of the bathroom stall and just started dancing and singing mariah carey with me immediately that's a friend that's a friend who just goes along with your crazy no questions asked that was (laughs) such an amazing day we had the best time and now i'm gonna dream about that delicious lunch dana treated me to hands down the best homemade pasta i've ever had it was butternut squash tortellini and a cream sauce and i could bathe in that right now right but i haven't lost any weight you know i'm on this weight loss journey of well i shouldn't even call it that like health journey i guess um Mm -hmm. and i've been working out i've been working out Mm -hmm. i ain't lost a pound in two weeks it's so frustrating when you plateau right Uh, Whatever, I'll get over it. Maybe my body just needs to catch up. Um, there's a supermodel in here somewhere. I just know it. (laughs) Uh Mm -hmm. All right. Well, you're. Are you up first for rants? I am. This is actually a perfect segue. So, some people wrote to me and said, "I can't wait to hear about your trip," and I'm so excited. Um, I never told you all about my trip. Now, I'll be real short and succinct with it. It was a real whirlwind. So, I will start with saying, "I'm not a jerk. I know things can always be worse. Yes, but there was a lot of mishaps that happened." Um, First of all, we were going to celebrate what should have been a very joyous, beautiful. Um, this is going to be my rant, by the way. This is not an aside. Okay. Um, a, a beautiful, joyous occasion. My niece was to be bat mitzvahed. And two days before we left, her grandfather on her mother's side of the family, as her, my sister in law's father, was on his way walking into a doctor's appointment and slipped and smashed his head and fell into a coma so very unfortunate is they obviously um canceled because no what's going to happen and the day that we arrived her father unfortunately passed away so that was a devastating thing um to happen for everyone yeah thank you my sister-in-law lost her grandfather two months prior So that's two major, major losses in a very short period of time. So it was, I felt terrible for them. Our families are all very close. Um, Her family has always included mine in everything they do. We have a much smaller family than them. And they've always been so generous and welcoming to us in every holiday, every party, every occasion, every birthday, they invite Alan and myself, we cannot, you know, usually go because we live on the other side of the country, but they take great care of my dad, my stepmother, and always include them. So that was a a big derailment and obviously a sad tone to the trip, and rightfully so. Then Alan and I went on our trip, and I will start with the, again, positive and good. We did have a wonderful time. I will let that be known. Good. We ended up 
um, after the funeral. In Judaism, we sit Shiva, as it's called. It's a period of mourning for the week where you are supposed to reflect on what has happened. Um, usually, the rabbi will come and join the family and lead some prayers. Um, if people are really traditional with some of their beliefs and customs, we cover clocks and mirrors so that you are unaware of time and so that you're not concerned with appearance. It's supposed to be a time to do nothing but reflect and mourn on the loss of your loved one so that you can then, it doesn't mean, oh, everything's great the next week, but so that you can then begin a journey of healing and moving on because we all have to move on, right? Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. very sad, but my dad and I talked a lot about this. I visited my late brother at the cemetery. I always go when I'm at my parents. He's buried there. Sorry, I'm going all over the place, but there's going to okay. be rants and raves within this uh, okay. story. Um, again, I'm more agnostic. I don't say absolutely there's no God, but I don't believe in God per se. I don't know what I believe. I know there's some things, some things, whatever it is. I do believe in spirituality. I believe in signs. I believe in people being somewhere else when they go, wherever that may be. So every single time that I go to the cemetery, which has never been an easy uh, experience for me, there has been an animal of some sort that has appeared at my brother's grave. Really? Every time, whether it was an insect or the time where the most beautiful peacock I've ever seen appeared and screeched as I walked up to <laughs> his stone. It was very close by. It's been butterflies. There's been a grasshopper. There is a permanent bronze vase at his headstone. Mm -hmm. And my dad goes and regularly changes the water and puts fresh flowers and my dad's kind of like his ritual has always maintained the area around the gravestone mm -hmm. and one time we went a frog you know i love frogs yes, yes i do have pictures of all of this stuff a frog leapt out and was just it leapt out of the vase and was on his headstone looking Aww. at me so for whatever it's worth i'd like to think that is my brother saying hi hello coming yeah. around and this time there was, you know, when you see a spider silk, not just like a web, but Dana and I see it in LA because we have mm -hmm. incredible orb weavers and spiders all over the city. Mm -hmm. There was silk that looked like a freaking cable. Okay. Mm -hmm. And there was a tree quite a ways away from my brother's grave. And I look down and by God, there's a spider and the silk is attached from that tree. Not anywhere else, mm -hmm. but directly onto his gravestone. So Aww. you may think I'm a weirdo or you may think that's a nice anecdote. I'm just telling you what I believe. And it really yeah. is something that is special to me. And I don't know. It helps. It's very cathartic to me, yes. I guess is what I'm trying to say. I love that. So after we had the funeral, we went away for a few days because it was alan's 50th birthday and we wanted mm -hmm. to do something special and we have other than literally taking like 24 hour trip to wine country two hours away for the right. night we've never gone away solo dana can relate to this when you live out of state your vacation or your time off is always family spent. 
to see family and yeah. going to other people's tragedies and celebrations. Correct. I'm not saying yeah. that to be mean. No. It's been the 22 years that I've been out here, right? 100%. Yeah. So I said, look, we're going to be there. Let's extend the trip because originally, I mean, this is when we were planning it. We were like, okay, we have the bat mitzvah weekend. We'll go away for a few days. Then we'll come back and get like quality time with our niece and nephew after all the hubbub and everything else. Mm -hmm. So Alan had never been to the Florida Keys. Y'all, if you haven't been, and I've been talking with our friend and listener, Jen Hall Hill, you gots to go. Okay. Florida is such a nightmare though. You know what? Not in the keys. Okay. It's like because uh, if you hear of any, if somebody's like, "Oh my god, did you hear about that guy that ran around the street with I his know. pants off and then had a machete and I called know. himself a unicorn and then a horn busted out of his head and people were like, "Holy fuck!" It's gonna be in Florida. It gets a bad rap. I have a lot of family <laughs> down there. I looked at a lot of universities there. I wanted to be a marine biologist. My dad took me on a tour of colleges for a week. I opted to not go there purely because of the weather. I'm not joking. I don't think I could handle it. I'll tell you what, though. I suffer from wintertime eczema. Uh, yeah. And that's a, a true diagnosis from my dermatologist. My uh-huh. hands turn to chalk and yeah, open and actually bleed. Too. Yeah. I wasn't there 24 hours. I did not put one drop of lotion on my body. My entire body still feels smooth as a baby's ass, Dana. Really? I wonder if I'd look younger in Florida. You would because it feels (laughs) – I'm saying anyone. Plump up my wrinkles. I'm not joking. Even people are like, you look phenomenal. I'm like, I'm not wearing makeup. It's called humidity. I'm not kidding. It gives you that dewy look. It kind of fills everything in. So we went to the Keys. Alan has never been. It's one of my favorite places. It is truly going to a tropical paradise within staying within the continental U.S. Yes, the Keys are islands or a series of these islands stretching down from Miami down. Um, But it's literally an hour and a half from Fort Lauderdale, which is where my parents are, which is north of Miami. Mm -hmm. Hour and a half drive. It was nothing. It's a beautiful um, oversea highway that you take, and it's not scary at all. It's very low above the water. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Wow. So we went. We had the best time ever. Now I'll get to the real rant, okay. and I'll make it quick. Okay. Um, I had planned to go snorkeling. Never been in my life. We were one mile. We stayed in an amazing resort, one mile from the John Pennekamp State Park which is, hello, a coral reef, like a dream wow. come true. Did you have the full face snorkels? I own well, those. You have to get them. I wish we didn't need to because, okay. We had the snorkeling trip planned. That was also when I, as I think I mentioned, had planned to have my encounter with a manatee right. or three. Right. <laughs> um. They had kayaking through the mangroves, snorkeling. There's something called Christ of the Abyss, and it's a statue that was low, like a concrete mm-hmm. statue that was lowered down in the 60s. And it's of Christ with his arms up like this. It's incredible. Like, I wanted to see all of this. Sure. Um, canceled due to high winds. No. So I'm like, all right, I'll take it in. I can go snorkeling somewhere here sometime down the road. It's fine. Alan's 
number one thing he wanted to do was go fishing. He loves fishing. He goes as much as he can. Sometimes he even fishes in bed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we never got an update really on any. I'm sure he was like, oh, sorry that I he got. He got rid of it. And I walked in. I forgot to tell you this. That's funny you say that. I walked in and I saw he had his little spectacle readers on. And he was like, I go, what are you doing? He goes, I'm separating my my hooks and putting them in yeah, the tackle because box. Those, I'm like, oh, you are. Those For those who didn't hear that episode, Jessica woke up with a fishing hook in her thigh. <laughs> Literally. And it was clipping both sides of my pants together in my crotch. <laughs> I thought I had anyway, a I stray you. hair or something that had snagged my Skins. bottoms. <laughs> uh, so did he get God. to go fishing? <laughs> no. Oh, no. So I had high winds? scheduled and paid for uh-huh. a fishing charter that would take us out for four and a half hours. And then you come back and the restaurant will prepare your fresh catch in one of like they have like six ways they offer all are incredible that was canceled at 8 30 p.m the night before we were going i got a call hi this is so and so i am so sorry for the late notice we have had to cancel all fishing excursions due to the wind now i'll tell you all this and this is where we're getting to the last part of my rant we went to a restaurant that night We had already been to an amazing place that I had researched and heard rave reviews about. And yes, it was on Triple D. Guy Fieri highly recommended it. So did Bobby Flay. They both said to get the exact same thing at the restaurant to get whatever the fresh catch of the day was. You've never had better seafood than in the Keys. People catch it and it is on the table hours later. If you like seafood, it's a dream. Getting really worked up here. Yeah. So we had the grouper matacumbe style. Okay. And the smoked fish dip, I wish I could have it on a daily basis. Mm. We went to another restaurant on a different key, a key called Isla Mirada. We were in Key Largo. If any of you want to go, I'll send you my list of recommendations. <laughs> so far, you're not selling great trip. <laughs> now I can't choke. No, the trip was great. Okay. Even with all this bad things that happened, it was phenomenal. I... Got in my bathing suit because Adana talked me into that last year. Thank God she mm-hmm. did. Y'all, I'm at my biggest. I didn't want to get in a bathing suit in front of anyone, including my husband. And I threw all caution to the wind. <clears throat> and let me tell you something. I fucking did the backstroke and floated in the inlet of the Gulf of Mexico like a beached whale for three days. And I loved every minute of it. it was magical so the second night we were there after we had this amazing meal the night before we went to a restaurant that was recommended by a good friend of my dad's who's also a foodie so i'm like oh neil recommended it we're going he's like now keep in mind i've never been but a friend of mine owns it uh the winds were that bad okay it literally felt like a hemingway novel and like the palm trees were bent over to the side oh wow we are eating and all of a sudden and they had like these huge wraparound porch at a lot of the restaurants they have those things where they pull down like the sun and wind tarps Mm -hmm. what was coming through the cracks all of a sudden we see this 
it's Alan's martini glass. <laughs> oh no! Multiple things actually flew off our table oh, while we were God. eating, but. The waiter was the biggest ding-dong, and I'm real nice, and I'm very forgiving. Uh, maybe don't tell us you've never worked in the restaurant industry before when you're clearly well into your 50s, okay? <laughs> Second of all, um, the if you're going to try to sell someone on something or make it seem like you and or your establishment is great because of X, Y, Z, then you better know what you're saying. Mm -hmm. So I said... How are the oysters? And he goes, oh, you know what? I don't know a lot about oysters, but the owner of this place, he's a real aficionado. He has taught me so much. I mean, <laughs> you're not going to believe it, but there's actually six or seven different kinds of oysters. Well, at that point, my face fell flat. He read my face the entire meal. He did not. He was scared of me. I can assure you of that <laughs> um, because I was not having it. I also decided I didn't need to tell him, buddy, there's six or seven different types of oysters on this key alone. You're an effing idiot. Jessica! So I just said, great, bring me the coldest ones you have, like from the coldest waters, like Pacific Northwest or North Atlantic. Okay, well, this is on me. And this is, I promise you, my rant is coming to an end. Oyster lovers, unite. Yeah. Oysters are served in a metal bowl, hello, to help keep it cold, and they're served with thick ice, okay? Like, even if it's the flat type of square ice, it's thicker. This came in that rabbit poo crushed pellet ice. Ooh, I a love big no-no. I love it, too, like when I'm at a high school football game and okay. getting a Coke from the concession stand. <laughs> It came to the table, and Dana, shame on me, okay? Half of that ice was melted, and half of my oysters were submerged in the water. I, A, should have refused it, and B, said, nope, we're not doing the oysters. A, take it back, and B, no, I don't want a replacement. But I was so angry, we were so starving, and my shitty-ass cocktail that I had already pushed to the edge of the table, and he walked by, and he goes, I go, can I uh, get one of those local beers? He goes, oh, didn't like the planners? I go, does it look like I did? Jessica! Yes, <laughs> I was done with him and his <laughs> nonsense. I'm leaving out a lot of what happened due to time constraints. We leave, we get back to the hotel. Our resort was no one to be seen at night. I loved it. So Alan and I had the whole freaking resort to ourselves in the evening oh, they wow. have hammocks in between the palm trees so every night i'm like let's grab a couple of drinks or a couple of beers and let's head down to the hammocks and just stare at the stars paradise okay Love it. so again even with these things we didn't care i'm like look all these things were canceled and that dinner was shitty but we're in paradise I'm so grateful. I'm not kidding. Like, I, I have perspective. Okay. We were both like, there's far worse places we could be stuck. Right. Right. Well, y'all, laying back, isn't this the life? I literally turned to him and I said, Could you ever live here? I think I could. Oh my God. I'm really nauseous. Like, out of no. Oh my God. Oh my God. And I flipped out of the hammock oh no and ran 
like Nell in the wind. Take a May in the wind! <laughs> running, running, clenching my ass like I was trying to get a diamond out of a piece of coal. Jessica! And ran, thinking that I wouldn't make it to the room. And I don't care how much TMI this is, y'all. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Have a new skill to add to the special skills section of my resume. Oh, you no. know what it is? No. Pissing out of my ass. Jessica. <laughs> because that's what I did for the next 12 hours. Okay? Oh, my God. I know Dana might start dry heaving. I know you're all <laughs> revolted with me. I know I can be uncouth. And my granny used to always say, you should have gone to finishing school. Because <laughs> she did not like how rough I could be on the edges sometimes. Y'all, I was so violently sick. And shame on me. I am a food snob. There, I finally said it and admitted it. If what? I'm a snob for having high standards, then so be it. <laughs> But I ate those oysters, like yeah, out of so spite and anger. So I guess your anger. standards aren't that high. God dang it! <laughs> Rant over. Oh my god! You know, I'm not interested in that trip you took <laughs> at all. It sounds like a real roller coaster. I didn't post pictures of it because I felt like it was in poor taste because of what was going on with the family. But y'all. It was magical. I'm not kidding you. For me to say with those two cancellations and food poisoning that it was still one of the best vacations, like three days I ever had, it was. And Dana, I don't even think, did I send you pictures of the iguanas, which are no. everywhere? Mm-mm. Well, I will. Um, you guys, there's iguanas everywhere. So much so that there's signs all over the resort that said, please do not feed the iguanas. And they just kind of crawl out, stare at you. And then sometimes they sunbathe next to you on a, you know, you're on a lounge chair. They're right next to you, burrowed back into their holes. I took videos of them. I filled up the storage on my phone again because of the amount of photos and videos I took of iguanas on the beach. My phone is full of flowers and my kid. So (laughs) I get it. (laughs) It was magical. Also, key lime pie, never had an interest. Well, he would have lost his mind if he had the key lime pie from the fish house, the famed restaurant that we went back to for our third and final night for Alan's birthday dinner. It was outstanding. And I told the waitress, I'm like, it's his birthday. Like I just said it really quick like that. She goes, I'm really glad you said that. Came back. They brought out a mackerel on a platter with a lit candle in its mouth and sang happy birthday to Alan snapped his picture, which I thought was just for posterity. And then literally two minutes later came back with the picture in a frame for Alan. They're like, happy birthday. How nice. (laughs) It was lovely. Best freaking key lime. The meringue looked like Elvis's pompadour. Okay. It was like uh, this. And there's some love. You are so into food and everything about it. I'm like, put it in my mouth. Now I'm done. Like, I can't. I would never look at a piece of pie and go, it looks like Elvis's pompadour. I would look at a piece of pie and go, and then the experience is over. (laughs) It's so funny to me. I wish I could fly that pie to Dan. If he loves it, he he would literally lose his mind. I went. To you know her. what? Hmm. 
Maybe you could make him one because I bought the fish house. Jessica, stop it. <laughs> what are you talking? Who are you talking to? I don't cook. I bought their cookbook and it has their key lime pie recipe in it. You make it for dancing. (laughs) I couldn't even make coffee cookies for his mug. The best ever to this day. I had to write in icing what the shapes were because you couldn't tell. So it just said star, lamb. (laughs) I think one said T, T E A. Or I thought it yeah. said tea, but it said stir. I don't know what I it don't said, know, but... but I don't cook. What's wrong? You lost your mind in Florida. <sighs> you pooped hilarious. out your brains with those oysters. <laughs> 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 Ran well, over, y'all. Right. I'm sorry. Thank you for taking me on this indulgence. Of course. Um, I have a rant from a listener. It is a letter that I'm going to read. It's a little bit long, but... That's okay. I love it. Okay. Are we ready? Yes. Okay. This is from Sarah. I wanted to provide an update on a rant of mine you did back in early November. These are fun. I like these. Mm -hmm. Basics were we were moving. My husband wasn't, my husband wasn't doing his pull of the work into looking how to start the home buying and selling process. I was frustrated at feeling like the only one that was doing any of the work. Well, here we are. I've lost count months later. (laughs) We sold our house in Utah first and did a lease back for the Utah home to give us time and money to find a home in Austin. When people say that the Austin housing market is a seller's market, they aren't fucking kidding. There was a lot of exclamation points there. But we were lucky enough to get an offer accepted during our first trip down and officially closed on the house in February. Since then, we finally moved down for good, got the house set up, and we'll be back to fostering kittens so soon. I can't wait. So we have a link to Miles of Fosters. We'll put it in our show notes. I love it. I love it. Communication and responsibilities were still not super great for my husband during the beginning of this whole situation, but I did better at communicating my frustrations and asking what he needed from me. We had a few difficult conversations that I needed to really call him out if I was feeling out of touch um, on the process or if I needed something more than he was providing. I dealt with the fact that communicating my discomfort was going to cause him sadness or frustration. Our timeline definitely turned out taking longer than I wanted, but since we got a place, it turned out all right. It was really hard throughout the process, but we made it work and we definitely learned how to handle our own and each other's emotions better with something so stressful. Hmm. I couldn't imagine having to do all of this with kids involved. We were stressed enough, honestly. I probably would have killed my spouse after the third (laughs) screw up. (laughs) Partly due to the empath book that Dana recommended, I was able to really start finding my voice and learning how to handle the knowledge that my words would feel harsh to him since he goes with the flow and doesn't really push himself. I tried to ensure that I communicate a few times that what I'm bringing up is out of need and not judgment. Not that I think it helps him, but it at least helps me know that I'm trying not to be an asshole. (laughs) We'll get to be... Wait, we'll get to be 15 minutes from my sister and her family, and both my husband and I are so excited to finally be done with all of this. Thanks again for reading my rant. Y'all are so giving, and I appreciate how you can bring different views into a situation. I love that so much. That book that um, she's referring to is a great book. It's called An Empath's Guide to Survival. And then I would like to mention another book that I can't fully yeah. like say I recommend because I'm just starting it. But so far, I'm liking where it's going. Hold on. Let me pull up my Audible so I know I'm getting it right. 
And this was recommended to me by a friend. <clears throat> it's called Fair Play. Hmm. Uh, and it's by Eve Rodsky. Let me see if I can get some information here. Is that Y-V-E-S? Like Eve St. Laurent? No, it's E-V-E. Eve Rodsky. R-O-D-S-K-Y. Okay. Um, and this is a game-changing solution for when you have too much to do and more life to live. And so mm. basically what it addresses is fair play as in fair amounts of responsibility in the household mm -hmm. and how to, it, it, it really does. The person who recommended it to me doesn't have children and she said that it's still helping her. It mm. does deal with having children a lot, mm -hmm. but I think there are, even if you have pets or anything like that, there's got to be a good division of labor. She talks yes. about becoming the she fault parent or the she fault manager because sometimes mm -hmm. household duties, whether you have a job or not, fall to yep. one, one partner in the relationship, be it male or female. Mm -hmm. And trying to find a healthy balance sure, so that there's not resentment, that, that you don't feel like an asshole when you're That's asking for what you need. Major. So anyway, if you want to add that to your reading list, so far I'm really pleased with it. And she says um, that there needs to be like a list of ways that you can ask for what you need and organization mm -hmm. and all that and she's like and me and my girls already did it for you so i'm okay. like cool i'll read you great that's fair i am gonna read it yeah also i'm glad that this came up because a i need to read that book about the empath's guide to survival i will tell you i really feel like all of the listeners that you and i interact with i feel like are all empaths as yeah. are you and i it's just yeah you know like minds come together yeah but i love this and this is proof again that when you think like eh, or what do i do or i don't have the power to do anything or i'm not important enough or mm -hmm. i don't have enough of a reach or an audience or this just goes for anything in life this includes being an artist on any level whatever yeah. it is just put things out there because by god it just takes touching one person. Sure. So this, I'm sure other people have read it too. But yeah. this listener heard you saying that. It resonated with them. They got the book. And this really helped her. Yes. So Y'all, I didn't even know I was. Amazing. I didn't know I was an empath until I read that book. And mm -hmm. I'm not as deep as some people are. Like, I don't think I'm real close to letting it damage me sometimes. Yes. So I have to keep it in check. Sure. But before I read that book, I wouldn't have labeled myself as an empath. See? It's interesting. Um, mm -hmm. Let me read you a little summary about fair play real quick. And Do then we'll it. move on because I know yes. we're dragging. But um, so it's a Reese Witherspoon Hello Sunshine book club pick. So it's not just mm -hmm. me saying, hey, this might be good. A lot of other people think it's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. It's a hands-on real talk guide for navigating the hot button issues that so many families struggle with. Hmm. Tired, stressed, and in need of more help from your partner? Imagine running your household and your life in a new way. Um, and then I won't read the rest of it, but you can look it up. It's That's I've great. read it on audiobook. Yeah. Um, rebalancing your home life, reigniting your relationship with your significant other, and reclaiming your unicorn space, as in the time to develop the skills and passions that keep you interested and interesting. Oh, I like okay. that. I think because everyone can benefit from that. Yeah, so that's fair play if you want to check that out. Empath's Guide to Survival is wonderful. I'm so glad that this person, that Sarah was able to like implement yes. some of that in such a positive way in our life because I'm sorry, moving is so stressful. Oh 
Yep. So I'm glad. I'm glad that that was helpful. Absolutely. Yay, thank you so much for writing in, Sarah. That was amazing. And it also gave me a chance Indeed. to, I've, I've been reading that book for a couple of weeks now and I hadn't mentioned it. So it reminded me to bring that up. Yay. Love it. All right. Should we move on to, well, what we have to take a cleansing breath. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yes, we do. <laughs> so we like to kind of rant out the things. Sometimes they matter. Sometimes they don't. But honestly, all of it matters. Are you putting mm-hmm. on a mask? I'm just you know for safety is it just kidding it's my golden (laughs) girl's mask it's my golden girl's mask shady pines ma back in Uh, st olaf where'd you get that alan's co-worker made it for me oh my god i love it i'm so jealous i will still wear a mask like that like i have several cute fabric that i love i just put them over my n95 yes a hundred percent it's a style choice at this point. I also think I might start wearing them when I am dusting. Oh, that's smart. Look at Dorothy. Oh my, God, my spirit so animal. Uh-huh. Oh, I love it's it. It's actually amazing fabric because it legit looks like them. It's it not does. just like in their likeness. It looks like them. It does. I love that. Um, all right. Well, Let's take our cleansing breath because Let's do it. we take a deep breath in, we blow out all the negativity and it gives mm-hmm. us a chance to fill up with some funnies, some good news stories, some charity yes. organizations. Here we go. Scream it out if you can. It feels good. If you mm-hmm. can't, please breathe with us. It will make you feel better. Yes, it will. Okay. Deep breath in. And... Uh, Really quick aside, because we are always wanting everyone's health to be on the up and up. Um, I get really panicked when I'm sick. I know I come off very aloof and like a sloth, but it's because I'm fighting so much anxiety inside 24 hours a day. And when I get sick, I get very fight or flight. And my blood pressure was through the roof last week when I first got diagnosed with COVID. Thank God last night it was back to normal where it should be i'm so grateful but my pulse and everything was going crazy and i did a lot of breathing because it dropped 20 points (gasps) Whoa! 20 points just for me trying to center myself so do it please if you're ever stressed or anything even sometimes you know you're busy or you're on a deadline sometimes i'm like oh i haven't taken a breath literally even if you're in a good mood but you're like frantically trying to get something done yeah breathe 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 with us wow Mm -hmm. that's like science right there 100 percent front of your face (laughs) science they blinded me with science I love that. Okay, Thank you're up first you. for corners, right? Yep. Yes, you. yes, yes, yes. Hey, I on this new microphone, I got this too. Does this make a difference for you? Can you hear that? Can you hear this? Any difference? No. Yeah. No. No. Oh, okay. Maybe it doesn't. I cannot. Okay, I will be quick with my corner. We have. Uh, Please we haven't go had ahead one of and be quick. Lot. Go ahead and be quick if you want. Please. Ooh, oh, is it magical? See, I can't hear it. Oh. It's totally like echoey, but like yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Oh, I like it's, it. It's a new button on my new. Microphone. Just do me a favor and go. Is this thing on? Is this thing on? Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll turn that. I'll turn it back down. I normal. love it. 
Here comes my new toy. <laughs> Amazing. This is a golden oldies. Oh. And this is about America's oldest park ranger. Okay. This comes to us yesterday, April 3rd, from CNN, from Zoe Sottle. Betty Reed Soskin, the National Park Service's oldest active ranger, retired on Thursday, just a few months after celebrating her 100th birthday. Oh, my gosh. So I need to see this. I always need a reminder when I want to feel sorry for myself or I'm tired or I'm already doing a lot. This beautiful lady... And look at her. Look at oh, that man. face. A hundred years old, serving our parks. That One of the most important amazing. things we have in this country. Good. Ah, oh, she's so great. She looks tough. It's great. I love it. Yes. Soskin spent over a decade working at the Rosie the Riveter. World War II Homefront National Historic Park after joining the service full-time in 2011, according to a statement from the NPS. The park, located in Richmond, California, ah, oh, aims to highlight the work and experiences of American civilians on the World War II Homefront. To be a part of helping to mark the place where that dramatic trajectory of my own life combined with others of my generation will influence the future by the footprints we've left behind has been incredible. As a park ranger, Soskin led public programs with visitors and shared her own personal experiences of World War II. And she worked to highlight the untold stories of African Americans and other people of color during the war. Being a primary source in the sharing of that history, my history, and giving shape to a new national park has been exciting and fulfilling. It has proven to bring meaning to my final years. Come on. The NPS lauded Soskin's accomplishments on Instagram, writing, We are grateful for Betty's lifelong dedication to sharing her story and wish her all the best in retirement. Aww, Can I yay. get an amen? Yes. I love Thank that. Thank you. That's so meaningful. How sweet is that? Yeah, I really love that. <clears throat> you know, I have often thought about should I change gears and become a forest ranger? Um, I thought that so the many... first time I went to a national park. Yeah, we have so many beautiful national parks around us. And then I went to the Salton Sea with my yes. dad and the poor young guys that were manning the booth there. It's so stinky and it's so hot and they have no air conditioning and they look so miserable. I was like, oh. nope. Me, this is exactly where I would get stationed. They'd, they'd be like, put that wackadoo in that stinky booth. Nobody wants to work with her. <laughs> oh my God. They had to have been miserable. It was so hot and it stunk so bad, but it was such a cool place to go with mm -hmm. my like my dad and I had a blast. But like you walk up to these puddles that you think you or it's not even a puddle. You right. think it's just like a creek bed that you can just hop across or whatever, and you get up to it, and then it disappears because it's just fucking bugs. It's just oh. millions of bugs that look like water <laughs> because it's so stinky and yuck. Oh, but it's wow. such a cool place. You should look it up. Should I know. Up. I want to go. I remember when you guys went. I'd love you to take you. It's a day trip. Great 
tractors. Oh, God, yeah. There's all these old cars. People do. I'm sure people shoot horns out there. Like, it's weird. Live from the Salton Sea, the Rants and Raves podcast. <laughs> uh, We would sound like this because it stinks really bad and i would probably scream every time a sheet of bugs took off <laughs> yes. oh but it was absolutely amazing to witness mm-hmm. um and to see the history it was like this booming place it was palm springs it, everybody had yeah. vacation homes and boats and then everything went to poo-poos anyway yeah, that was a big uh failure on the yeah, part yeah. of the people who developed that indeed it's an interesting story if you ever want to look it up Mm -hmm. but um anyway no 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 park forest ranger for me (laughs) i can see where i can see where it was going for okay but i will throw this out there to you because i used to do this now it's not a national park but it's still something that i treasure so much and i'm like you know what i need to look into doing something even if i can only do it a couple of times a year you should because you are near the incredible Japanese gardens. I am, that we have but here. they're not fully open right now. Yeah. But when things are, look into being a docent or a volunteer. And I'm not joking. Some places oh. I'll even just have a day or whatever. But I used to do it. I think I did it once a month. And I did it 12 months a year. I used to be a docent at the Virginia Robinson's Gardens in Beverly Hills. It's an incredible estate and property that was bequeathed to the city of Beverly Hills with a lot of stipulations. And it's not somewhere you can just drive up. You have to have an appointment and whatever. But I was a docent and I did the elementary school tours. And Dana, you would be so perfect for that. And it gave me such joy. You volunteer your time. It's not a paid position. Yeah. kids i love being outdoors in any capacity and it was actually like one of the highlights of things that i've done in my time in los angeles and i I love that well you and i have talked more than once about how when we're old ladies you and i are going to be docents at like yes something yes (laughs) but you with your love of plants and expertise come on I love plants so much. Yes. I think it's pretty clear. My dad, I was talking to my dad last <laughs> night and he was like, yeah, your journey with these plants is pretty crazy. You got so into it. <laughs> I was like, I did. I, know. I obsess over people and things. <laughs> I love if it. If I love you, I really love you. <laughs> <laughs> also, this is a very healthy and good thing to become obsessed with. So you can pat yourself on the back too. Some people took to booze and drugs or things to excess that were harming them. And you are beautifying your living space and your outdoor area and getting more oxygen. So that's a win-win. Thank you, Jessica. Seriously. Thank you very much. I'm very proud. Oh, you want to see my newest baby? Yes, I do. Serpents succulent or something like that i don't know but it's so cute <gasps> um yeah i can it see it looks like a little snake braid okay i love it so in this cute little pink gingham pot that's adorable that's there's so a, springy and happy i know there's this wonderful woman over on i believe Kawanga towards the costco over mm-hmm. there in burbank mm-hmm. um just between two buildings been there for years and years since Ooh. i moved here 
uh, they bring in succulents and cactus from Arizona, different places their family has land. Sweet. Yeah, it's amazing and so cheap and she's so lovely. Anyway, I don't know why I'm doing an advertisement for a plant store right now when we have a show to finish. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, so are you... I'm, are we ready to move on to my corner? Yes. I love my corner. It's actually a good transition because mm-hmm. my corner is one that we like to call a what the what? <laughs> <laughs> I have seen this picture before and it never ceases to amaze me. So one of our listeners sent us a post. Uh, I believe it was on Facebook. It's Amazing World. You may have seen it. In 1960, David Latimer planted a tiny garden inside of a large glass bottle and sealed it shut. He opened the bottle 12 years later in 1972. 12 years. That thing was closed. Okay. To add some water and then sealed it for good. The self-contained ecosystem flourished for nearly 60 years. For those who are wondering how this is even possible, the garden is perfectly balanced and self-sufficient ecosystem. The bacteria in the compost eats the dead plants and breaks down the oxygen that is released by the plants, turning it into carbon dioxide, which is needed for photosynthesis. <sighs> the bottle is essentially a microcosm of Earth. And there's a picture. We'll, po- we'll post it probably. So cool. He's such a cutie anyway. And it's this giant bottle. And the it, it is. It's a completely self-contained biosystem. And I love it so much. And I have a few of those. Mm-hmm. Now, mine are not 60 years old. <laughs> um, but my I do have one small one in the front window of my house mm-hmm. that I have not opened. It is three years old. And I think I've opened it twice. And Unreal. It is, is that the one with the Lone Ranger that I'm obsessed no, with? No, no. Lone Ranger had to get some trimming. Lone Ranger was really out of control. <laughs> Um, but the smaller one, I'm just letting it be out of control. There's mm-hmm. something wild and fun about it. There's a headless wedding couple in there. Oh, yeah. I know. I'm a weirdo. <laughs> no, that is so cool. I love it. <laughs> and sometimes it just depends on, like, how the vegetation is dying out. Sometimes you can see them. Sometimes you can't. There's just something about it I love. Mm-hmm. It's magical to me. And then now the Lone Ranger terrarium, I notice, may have... It may be a, a complete biosystem, not just an ecosystem. There may be a couple of little roly-polies in there. I'm not sure because <sighs> I harvested some things from the wild. And there is a guy in the UK who has many. He buys thrip, thrips. Is it thrips? No, that's a pest. Um, hmm. And we'll, and um, I didn't know there were so many different kinds of roly-polies. Is that what you I call didn't them? either. Yes. Call them I love bugs. them. They're I call actually, them roly polies. I don't like pill bug. I don't like that, and I don't like wood lice. That's also another name. Excuse me. I know it's weird. No, anyway, roly poly. Thank you. They can live very, very happily in a really nicely set up terrarium. Ooh. Yeah. So anyway, that was interesting to me. I love my terrariums. They give me peace. I like working on them. Um, <sighs> they're so you cool. Can, they're so fun, and they're so literally. You don't have to do anything to them. They just sit there and be pretty for you. Did mine die because I opened it? Because you made me a little one that's so cute, and it died. Was it a teeny tiny one, or was yes, it a little one jar of the tiny, the little t- tiny so, apothecary jar with a lid? I think those are temporary. Mine is still mm. alive, but I had a couple that were not. Now the mm. little jar one, I'm learning different kinds of moss because mm-hmm. sometimes moss will get too tall, and you have to cut it. Yep. And I'm like, how often do I want to be cutting the grass inside my terrariums? <laughs> 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 so. 
Anyway, it's just magical. I love that somebody sent us that. I love yes. that that man has kept that. I pray to God it goes to someone in his family that's going to love and appreciate it. Because they better. It is impressive. I mean, it's huge. They better. Um, did you know that I have a song about photosynthesis? Um, one that you found online or that you've written? No, one that was written for me. Oh, my God. That I sang and recorded. Would you like to play it for us or would sing you, it? Would you like to hear just a little piece of it? Uh, yeah. It's, a, it's apropos because it's about photosynthesis. Of Are you course. Ready? You take sunlight and chlorophyll, a substance in all green plants. Add water and mix it up with carbon dioxide gas. Wow, there's more. Plants take water from the soil and CO2 from the air. And then the photosynthesis starts to work from there. We got photosynthesis. Can you even handle this? We got photosynthesis. The reason why life on Earth exists. All right, I'll stop it there. Dana? <laughs> that is adorable. Did it's you see my face? Bop. I'm telling you, we shot it last weekend with puppets. There are puppets with singing lines. Oh, my God. It teaches children about photosynthesis. The Broadway Baby Show wrote that song for me. It's so good, and you cannot get it out of your head. Like I'm not the end blowing of it, smoke. The end of it is such a bop. Like, photo, photo, and they're singing, I can't handle it. I can't handle it. Like, it's the cutest. That just made me so happy, and I was like this. <laughs> I, I do not profess to be a singer, but that well, song you can makes sing, girl. me happy. Yes. It's educational. It's cute. Um, Everybody needs that. I'm, I love it. Oh, my God. I, I'm so excited about this. <laughs> I just thought, well, this is a good chance to share because we just talked about photosynthesis and carbon dioxide. Of course. So be on the lookout. Um, you know, it's, we're hoping to have a, an episode finished by June. We'll see. You will. It's very, it's just filled with love and I love it. Oh my God. Um, that's you know what else you can do to reward yourself with? Buy a plant? For all this hard work. I, well, that goes well playing. <laughs> what? I think maybe now you and I, when I'm better, need to have a little movie night. Oh, sure. So that you can experience Grease too, since I know you weren't allowed to. Experience. I thought you weren't allowed to see it. Uh, we had it on VHS. But I, I thought Mama did not approve no, she, because she every song is about sex. No, she fast forwarded the sex song. Which is every song. Well, depends on how you Except look at it. Except for Behind My Charades, the most boring song that Michael Carrington sings. She made us watch that over and over because I she, hate would go, it. she would go look at his eyes when he looks up. Look at those eyes when he looks up. He is a dreamboat. Yeah, but he, is he a jerk? Because where'd he go? No, but Dana, have you still never heard the song Reproduction from Grease 2? Reproduction. Reproduction. Make my statements. <laughs> I watched it secretly. I'm a sneaky hobbit. Are you kidding? I don't think they even know what a pistol is. I got your pistol right here. Right Where here. does the pollen go? Blow. Yeah, I know it. 
I also Can we know. Please watch it for together. Your country, the red, white, and the blue. Let's do it for our country. Our country needs you. No. Something our like that. Our parents will approve. Approve. That's right. We had to fast forward that song too. It's but Uncle Sam who's asking. Listen. I got in trouble at the burlesque show the other night for being a little extra. <laughs> Here's something that I think people need to know about me. Uh, yes, on the outside, I do look cherubic and I do look innocent and I try to follow rules. But I got to tell you, on the inside, I sneaks those horror movies. I sneaks Benny Hill show. Me too. And sometimes I say words like pussy. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit wilder than people think. I'm not milk toast like they labeled me at UCB. What? <laughs> Yeah, they told me I was milk toast, a little milk toast. I'm like, I'm really dirty. You have no idea. Milk <laughs> toast? Yeah. That makes me I don't I'm not laughing because now I'm livid. That is the weirdest, most inaccurate description of you that I've ever heard. I mean, that was during the time when I what? thought it was funny to say, Maybe if you were nicer and picked that scab off your twat, people would talk to you. Like, I do have a dark side. <laughs> like, I don't pull it out in public with older women at a restaurant or anything, but it's in there. <laughs> Milk toast. Dana Milk Powell. Toast. Yeah. Absolutely not. Not really. Not really. Oh, that really burns my britches. <laughs> Whatever. Seriously, uh, I'm ridiculous. Yeah, I'm. I can. You know what I used to listen to in secret? What? Morris Day in the Times album, and yes, folks, it was an album. Ice cream castles. I don't know that. Well, there was a whole song that was a whole lot of moaning and groaning, oh. and I would listen to it like with the volume down in private because I didn't want my parents to know that I was already fantasizing about sex at that age. Uh, I got in trouble a lot as a little kid for playing doctor. Like my parents were terrified. <laughs> I showed my privates for tradesies to a boy under a bridge in preschool, so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like probably the reason I'm so cherubic is because my parents were like, "Dear God, put a lid on that girl." <laughs> I'm dying. My parents actually had no constraints as far as sexual content, but if it was a horror film, that was off limits. Hilarious. Like, everything else is it. fair game, but not a horror film. I wanted all that excitement. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I used to watch Benny Hill late at night secretly on a little black and white TV. And I wasn't watching for the comedy. I, didn't I, I was it. like, I can't wait to see those pretty girls in the arches dancing all sexy. Okay. I just thought they were the coolest. Yes. <laughs> oh, and God. This is was, amazing. Yeah. Real peek into Dana's brain, isn't it? Oh, she's dirty. I used to legit fantasize about having sex with John Travolta's character from Welcome Back, Cotter. And I'm not going to tell you how old I was because you're going to wonder what happened to me. And it, nothing, thank God. But it it's not oh okay how young I was. God, mm -hmm. that's hilarious. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I've yeah. told you before, my first crush or one of my first crushes was Scotty from Star Trek. The old, <laughs> the old man. That's the cutest, most wholesome thing ever. And oh, I thought he was so handsome. You don't need to be embarrassed by that. I need to be embarrassed by mine. You know who mine was? You're who? Gonna, 
fall out of your chair. <laughs> Doc from the love boat. Oh my! Ah! <laughs> you liked them smart. <laughs> Doc, not even Gopher or Isaac for crying out loud, but Doc. Doc, I mean... Doctor Adam. I don't even remember his last name with his glasses and his comb over. Are you kidding me? Well. We didn't have a lot to choose from in those days. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Oh, my guys, God. We've really gone off the rails. We've gone I'm off telling the you, I have come out of my COVID cage. I'm still in it. Yeah. But mentally, I'm out of my COVID cage, and I'm ready well, to roar. that's good. I know. Well, it's thanks to you. Oh, I'm glad. Okay. We'll move on to raves. This is also from our listener who sent us an incredible, don't ever be scared. You guys, we say it every week. Don't say, oh, I've already written in, or this is too long. Send us a novel. We'll read it. Okay. Mm -hmm. We live for this. I will remind Mm -hmm. you again, our dear sweet Lennis sends us a recap of things that he likes and relates to every single week after every episode. And we're here for it. We love it. Because it makes us feel like we're not just like throwing stuff into the ether and nobody ever hears it. (laughs) It's fantastic. So this is really amazing and very special. And I love this as far as when we have like a very personal rave, right? But I thought this was wonderful for people to consider in their own community. This is from our listener, Sarah. And she said, my sister is a counselor here in Austin and has expanded her practice to her own location. First of all, congratulations. That's a huge step. Amazing. Since the pandemic and all the social justice issues that rose from it, she decided to lend her office out to a person of color counselor for free. So that person can charge less from their clients who are also people of color. Wow. First of all, outstanding okay how generous she still pays for the office and such but they have different schedules that don't overlap so it works out for both of them and is still helping the community in a huge way she's starting to expand into doing little trainings thoughtfulness posts so i wanted to bring up her website it's vanessa rosage.com v-a-n-e-s-s-a-r-o-s a G E.com and her new Instagram, Instagram.com slash elemental underscore liberation, where she will post videos, workshop stuff, and feature someone that helps her community every Friday. People should definitely check out her stuff. Obviously, I'm biased. She's my incredible sister, but she also <laughs> deserves it and is legit trying to make the world a better place for everyone of all types and all kinds. Oh, I love that. I love it. This is what we're here for. Absolutely. I even love how cute and candid her photo is of herself so on her yeah. site. And when you go to her website, it says, I'm a trauma and attachment focused therapist in Austin, Texas that supports personal and community transformation. Wow. I love that. So I love it. Please go to her site, read about it. She accepts all kinds of insurance and private pay, which I imagine is for people who don't have insurance. Um, Also, this is something I think is really cool. And I have never noticed this. And I think this is 
phenomenal. More of this, please. There is a badge at the bottom of her website. Mm-hmm. on the main page that says this practice is inclusive and welcoming to all Yay. genders, races, countries of origin, sexual orientations, religions, and abilities. I this is that. where the world needs to be in 2022. I mean, I'm sad that it has to be posted so that people know it's a safe place. Yes. Like, I would like us to get to a point where that's not even a question. Absolutely. But, but the fact that we're not there right now and the fact that that's on there and posted just makes my heart swell. And you guys, Dana says this every week. Please send us a rave about yourself, yes. about your family member, your friend. Yes. This is what we're here for. And this is absolutely just inspiring and fantastic news to share with people. And if you're in the Austin area and if you or somebody else needs a therapist, check this lady out. And just based on what I've read on her website and looked at and with her Instagram, if she's not the right fit for you, I guarantee you she's the kind of person that's going to make sure you find somebody that is. Totally. I love so, that. Thank you so much, Sarah. I love it. Um, yeah. We're going to close out with my rave. Which is also from Sarah, because Sarah gave us a lot of good content this week. So we wanted good. to share it and not get lost in the maelstrom. So uh, I'm just going to read this. Here we go. In one of the episodes from December, I believe y'all brought up something about birds in major cities. I'm sure that we did. We've talked about birds several times. Mm. It sparked my memory, and I wanted to recommend a Tom Hiddleston narrated documentary on Apple TV, Earth at Night in Color. Now, I have watched hmm. some of these. I haven't watched that one specifically, but Ooh, like I've I watched different ones like Earth at Night type things. They're unbelievable. So I will definitely watch this. It's a beautifully shot documentary and there are episodes for each animal they cover. It's so educational, but also so mesmerizing to watch. But the reason I brought that up was because in season one, episode five, they actually cover the topic of how big cities at night throw off visuals for birds. And oftentimes we'll run into windows and so much more often due to the reflections. It's incredibly sad, but it is worth listening to and hearing how our actions affect nature around us. Mm -hmm. Totally. The whole docuseries is awesome. You can listen to Tom say Jaguar for the entire episode. It was a blast. (laughs) I wonder if he says Jaguar. Or Jaguar. Jaguar. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, oh, and then uh, this is mentioned again, and I'm just going to read it again because mm-hmm. I feel like it needs to be mentioned in case somebody needs to hear it. Next, I wanted to let Dana know that I've officially listened to the audiobook version of the Empath book she's talked about a few times, which again is an Empath's Guide to Survival. We had some Audible credits building up, so I finally got to use one on it. I love that that's what she's using. Like, yes. My- I, that's so good because it's self-care. I am like, is there another edition of The Witcher out yet? <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a nerd. <laughs> the Witcher. Um, I was listening to it on my long walks on the weekends. And good golly, I've never felt more seen than when listening to that book. Mm. It's one that I believe I'll listen to probably every six months. I have books like that, too. I love it. Or so just to remind myself what I actually need from the energy, my um, what I actually need from the energy around me and how to handle more difficult situations with more grace. I appreciate so much you recommending that. 
So thank you so much um, for bringing that up. I'm glad that it helped you. You know, it was recommended to me by a friend. Mm -hmm. It just keeps blessing people on and on. Um, Even if you don't think you're an empath, you might be surprised how much things around you affect you. Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe you might need to learn how to put some boundaries up to protect your own mental health and how Mm -hmm. you deal with others. It's just a great read. Even if it doesn't apply to you, it might apply to your children or to your friend. Who knows? Anyway, Jessica. Dana. I think that's our show. I can't believe it. I think it is. Do you want to tell people one more time how to get a hold of us? Yes, please be like Sarah and write in to us. Also, Sheila, I don't remember if we said your name or not. I apologize. Thank you for sending us the great What the What Corner. Indeed. Find us on Instagram and Facebook at The Rants and Raves Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at raves underscore the. You can send us an email directly at any time. The Rants and Raves Podcast at gmail.com. Or go to our website, hit the contact button, www.therantsandravespodcast.com. Thank you. Oh, you just tipped your hat. Mm-hmm. Your imaginary hat. Indeed. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jessica, are you watching anything we need to know about? Oh, man. I just finished season two of Raised by Wolves. Oh, did you? I have only watched one episode. I didn't get hooked. I don't know why. Um, It's weird. Okay. It is. It's sci-fi is not my, one of my favorite genres. I love it. Then I think you need to give it another try. It's really interesting. So if you guys don't know what it is, Raised by Wolves is about like, you know, the future times and it is about really like non-believers versus believers so Mm. it's like atheists versus people who believe in i don't even remember what the name of what they call this god but like Mm -hmm. this being and there are two androids but they look like human Mm -hmm. uh humans and they are sent with children to this planet to try to raise children um, to keep the species going that are um, these people are atheists. And then there's also like the colonization and there's people that are believers and all that. I'm doing a really crappy job as usual with trying to (laughs) entice you or describe it, but it is shot in South Africa and there's a tree called, and pardon my pronunciation, the Baobab, B-A-O-B-A-B. They are so cool. And I kept staring at it and I'm like, those kind of look like baobabs. And then I finally watched the full credits one night. I'm like, well, of course it is. They film it in South Africa. I think that's the only place on earth they're found. Maybe South Africa and Madagascar, like that region. There are these tall, thick trunk trees that really only sprout out at the very top. They're quite magical and mystical looking. They're not wow. like anything you've ever seen in North America or Europe, I can assure you. Um, definitely check it out. Everybody's really good on it. And it's really interesting. I don't know. I'm hooked. Um, it's a really great show. So hmm. I watched the last one of those last night. And um, have you seen the show Someone Somewhere? No. It's really phenomenal. I feel ignorant now that I'm saying that. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. Someone somewhere. 
I also couldn't tell you for the life of me who any of the actors are, but one of the women is a stand-up comic. Never seen her, never heard of her. It's phenomenal. Um, Alan watched it, and he loved it as much as me, and we are both hooked, and I'm really, really hoping it comes out. Yes, I am correct. Someone, somewhere. Um, It came out this year. It's a dramedy. Uh, I'll give you a quick synopsis. Sam, a true Kansan on the surface, struggles to fit her hometown's mold, grappling with loss and acceptance, singing as her saving grace, and leads her on a journey to discover herself in a community of outsiders who don't fit in and don't give up. It premiered January 16th of this year on HBO. Um, It's also set in Chicago. Um, it has an incredible cast. The lead is Bridget Everett. Mm-hmm. And again, I've never seen her or heard of her. Apparently, she does stand up and is great at that. That is on par with Work in Progress, which, again, I'm devastated. is canceled after two seasons. Yeah. Check out Someone Somewhere. It's a 30-minute show, so you can watch it in quick doses. Every time we turn it on, we're like, let's watch another one. It's really good. And it's very just relatable and real. It's just nice. a slice of life, as we used to call it in college. I love that. Yes. Makes me a little ashamed to tell you what I was watching. Absolutely not. To um, each his own. Well, there's a little app called the ID Discovery app, which is the hmm. free version of Discovery Plus, but only crime. So what? investigation discovery. And so I don't have Discovery Plus, but I do have ID Discovery. And they released a new, it may not be new, but they put it on there, Mm -hmm. Signs of a Psychopath. And I want to say there's like six episodes per season and two or three seasons, maybe. Fascinating. Because I didn't realize, you know, you think of psychopaths as like, people say, oh, they're not emotional. They don't have remorse and stuff. Well, Mm -hmm. they are emotional. They do have emotional reactions, sometimes anger, sometimes fear, like whatever. Anyway, it was fascinating because it's all police interviews hmm. and they kind of dive into how these people's brains work a little bit different than than whatever normal is the right? most of society. Anyway, it's fascinating. It, trigger warning there. It, it is. They are criminals. Uh-huh. <laughs> they are pretty um, not kind to people mm-hmm. and animals. So trigger warning. But it was fascinating. Wow. Uh, there's nothing to be ashamed with that. I think true crime is probably the number one thing for women in this country as far as an interest. It is. And so, I listen, my mom used to watch 20. Us girls would sit and watch 2020s with our mom growing up. I still watch it on Friday nights. Yeah. Tw- I watch Seriously, it on Hulu. that's my Friday night thing. Yeah. 2020 comes on Hulu's. <laughs> too. I love it. <laughs> Anyway, what else? Um, Jessica, I adore yes, you. I adore you. Uh, I'm going to try to edit some video tonight. And I have to do it because you'll be editing in place yes. of me, which will make me feel guilty. And I will have to get some videos out. <laughs> I hope. I hope so, too. Well, One can only hope. Well, let's just leave that an awkward ending. For help everybody. me, Dana One Kenobi. <laughs> You're my only hope. <laughs> Don't put your hope in me. I'm not reliable. <laughs> Do not ever come to me to save the world, you guys. I'm a mess. 
All right, Jessica, I'm glad you're feeling better. I hate Thank you. that things got so topsy-turvy for you. I hope that you and Alan were able to enjoy some time together and with family. Thank you. We really did. And everyone, please be safe. Hold on to your loved ones. And not to be cliche, but we all need to be reminded of this. Life can literally change in a split second. So just take what it's worth. Again, it doesn't mean we're not allowed to be sad and mad just because our life isn't as bad as someone else's. We're all allowed to be sad and all of that. But I keep trying to put things in perspective, like even with COVID and feeling like a caged animal. And I'm like, all I want to do is rage walk. I kept telling myself, I'm alive. I'm not in the hospital and I'm not hiding in a bunker with my children knowing my home has been destroyed. So again, levity perspective, we can be mad and sad, but I do have, I'm grateful to have perspective and I'm just trying to live my life that way now to realize, stop it. Stop having a pity party. This is not the end of the world. Pick yourself up and go forward. You're okay. You know, this is a journey. We're on a journey and it's full of experiences and absolutely some, some are good, some are bad, but we'll always learn. Yep. So. And reach out. Dana and I have said this, reach out to someone, reach out to us, reach out to your friends, reach out to your family, please reach out to someone. Somebody is there that wants to hear you and help you. And even if it's just an ear to listen and to let you know that you're loved, please mm -hmm. do that. Please yeah, don't try to navigate this life alone because it's not possible. No. And also don't feel guilty if you have to reach out. People are willing to hold space for you. Absolutely. There is someone willing to hold space for you. I promise. Absolutely. Yeah. I love you, Jessica. I love you too. And I guess we'll be back again next week. I guess so. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye-bye.